eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hello and welcome back to the Wildcat Scoop Podcast. I'm your host, Shelby Shear, here with... Jason Shear. And it is football game week. Arizona will be playing UCLA at home for homecoming. If you are an Arizona alum and you already live here, does it mean it's double homecoming? Oh, show Oh. But before we do the preview of this game, we do have a message from our sponsor. And our sponsor, Shelby. Who is it? It's Homefield Apparel. Homefield. So if you remember, uh, we did a drop, uh, what was it, a couple weeks ago or last week? You already got your jacket I in the mail. I got my awesome Arizona jacket. Shelby wore it to Trident tonight. People were looking it. at her. Also, I, to, I did wear it to work today, and my uh, department director was in love with it. And now we got some news today, Shelby, that Friday they're dropping uh, snapback hats in Arizona will be one of them. What? So for basketball season, they're dropping some, some stuff, some jackets, but they're dropping a little snapback for Arizona. Uh, I might have to have that, too. Yeah. So uh, there you go. Homefieldapparel.com. Enter the code WILDCATSCOOP23. Get 15% off. Your first order. I'm going to wear that jacket. With the hat? All the time. I told Shelby to keep her warm in jail for Palm Springs. I will be perfectly behaved. I've already told you. I, You know, as long as there's not any nastiness from the opposing fans. Never. Um, we'll be fine. So, anyway, we're not here to talk about basketball. We're here to talk about football. And I'm excited. This is going to be a good game. Well, what's really cool about this game against UCLA also is that everyone is coming out. So Everybody. We have a visitor list on Wildcat Authority. It's like 30 guys on there. Whoop. That's just the top players. There's going to be more. Gronk's the captain. Khalil Tate announced today he's going to be there. I think Scooby's coming. Scooby announced that he's going to be there. And from what I understand, there's going to be a lot of former players uh, for this game. So... I mean, look, when it's October and you have Gronk, Khalil, and Scooby. That's going to be awesome. you got to sell this place out. Maybe suit them up. We'll see. Yeah. I have friends at work that are going. We were all talking about it today, and they are telling me their section. And um, 
It's going to be awesome. Game. I have Creed in my, stuck in my Please head. Please stop singing Creed. I don't know why. I don't know either, but stop singing Creed. I'm counting the number of uh, visitors that are on campus. Okay. My title is um, on the message board. Check out this list of visitors. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 14, 16, 18, 20, 22, 24 visitors to, I'm just going to say Chad Atutu. Chad Atutu. Is a uh, UNLV commit who's a bad, bad dude. Very large. Ew. And uh, he will, uh, I'm looking, I, I, I don't want to discredit how big someone is. So I'm looking up his weight. This is, I mean, this is top-notch podcasting. I love it. I think we're, I love you looking up things while we're he's talking. He's 6'1", 285. So. Okay. I mean, he's, he's a big dude. Yeah. Anyway. We're um, excited for the game on Saturday. Let's talk about it right now. Are you ready? Also exciting <laughs> is it's Rod Gilmore will not be. Oh, my God. So I got to share this because okay. we didn't do the presser thing. Mike, uh, we asked Michael Wiley, we're like, so we know about your ankle, but you had a hurt oblique as well, according to ESPN. And he goes, yeah, I don't know why they said that. That injury was last year. I haven't had a hurt oblique all season. I have no idea where they got that from. Wow. And we're like, you know ESPN's what? ESPN's crack reporting. I'll be on that. Thank you, Michael Wiley. I heard ESPN or Arizona actually was like, dude, come on. So anyway, okay, let's go to UCLA. Okay. We've moved on. We, and also, we're going to the homecoming festivities on Friday. We are going to go to the bonfire. We had so much fun last year at the bonfire. Was it last year? It was last year. That we we're doing it kids, again. But we're going to bring the kids, and if they misbehave, you never know. I think they'll be fine. I just think that hanging out in the dark with everyone, waiting for it to start, is really fun. And, you know, the camaraderie. But. Singing Creed together. We're not we? singing Creed. We're just going to talk UCLA football. Are you ready? Okay. Do you know the team that the woman beat tonight are called the Sea Lions? The Sea Lions. In women's basketball. Yeah, mm. Sea Lions. No, I, you love Sea Lions, though. Yeah. You do want right, to go, go to ahead. California. Okay, I'll stop now. Anything else, Jason? Do you want to tell everyone about your day or no, anything? No, I think after this I'm going to download the new Spider-Man video game. You've been saying that for days. I think I'm going to do it tonight. Okay. Um, how is this UCLA team different than others chip kelly has coached yeah it is very different usually you associate ucla chip kelly oregon offense blah 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 um it is not an offensive team by any means uh usually in the past chip kelly has had steady quarterback play dorian thomas robinson at oregon he had steady quarterback play this ucla team does not have steady quarterback play um, you know, I, I, the, the formations, the approach offensively and all that is going to be similar. Get off a ton of plays. You know, I think they had a game. I don't remember if it was last week or the week before where they had like 95 plays, what? Uh, which is insane. Arizona is, no, is nowhere near that. Shelby's watching highlight reels on Facebook. <laughs> it's, I mean, she's very intense right now. I was but, looking at something and my phone went to that. Sorry. She's probably looking at Christmas decorations. So, um, but it, it's a very different team different style but they're winning and uh it's it's a unique it is very it is in the past ucla has been it, it's it's a strange game this year because it's more closer to oregon state than it is in utah than it is what we're used to with with ucla 
Okay. Um, well, we're going to go right into the defense. Might as well, Sheldon. Let's do it. What are some numbers that stand out to you? One, because that's my only wife. Oh, thanks, babe. Um, I, I more mean in like UCLA's defensive numbers. Two. Oh. Oh, well, I have I memorized all this. Okay. Uh, UCLA has held seven of its eight opponents this season than fewer to fewer than 20 points, Shelby. What? The only opponent that was more than 20 was Oregon State, and I believe that was because of a pick six. Actually, it might not have been. They might have scored, but they had three picks that game. Um, UCLA is eighth in the nation in scoring defense at 15 points per game. Uh, the Bruins are actually 20-1 and one when they hold an opponent under 20 points. UCLA has the Pac-12's top-rated total defense, 10th in the country. They only allow 277 yards a game. Eighth in scoring defense, as I just said. Rushing defense, first in the conference at 63. They only allow 63 rushing yards per game. Sacks, they're third in the conference with nearly four. Turnovers, uh, they're 13th in the country. Sorry, these are all in the country. Uh, and then team passing, passing efficiency defense, they're 14th in the country. Um, their defense is really good. You want me to keep going, Shelby? I would love it. UCLA leads the nation in fewest rushing yards per attempt at two. They only allow two yards a carry. The closest one is Penn State at 2.3. Uh, UCLA is tied with Iowa in allowing the few rushing touchdowns nationally. Shelby, do you know how many rushing touchdowns UCLA has allowed all year? How many? Take a guess, Shelby. I have no idea. One. What? Just one. <laughs> Which is a good number. Yes. UCLA is fourth in the nation in opponent offensive touchdowns. They've only allowed 10 offensive touchdowns. Uh, the best is Michigan with five. Um, but that doesn't count because the Big Ten's terrible. The, the top three are in the Big Ten. What a coincidence. Um, the Bruins have forced multiple turnovers in five of eight games this year uh, and winning each one. Opposition opposing teams only average 4.2 yards per play, which is seventh in the country. Shelby, I don't know how many ways you want me to tell you that this defense is awesome. I will say this, though. Mm. A caveat. The caveat. Uh, UCLA's schedule, Shelby. It's been a little uh, Is Is not good. It's a little like, easy. It, it's not what I would consider. Elite. Elite or good. Like, it's a little, I wouldn't even say it's good. They... Opened up with Coastal Carolina, not very good. San Diego State sucks. North Carolina Central, I don't even know where that is. I think it's in North Carolina. Um, is right. it in Central North Carolina? It might be. Um, and then they went from there uh, at Utah. They lost. Washington State, who it looked cool at the time, but they were the first ones. They broke Washington State, and then everyone kind of piled on. Uh, they lost at Oregon State. Notice the pattern. Their two losses on the road. Then they beat Stanford and Colorado. Mm. So mm. their best win. Without is, rousing crowd they have there at UCLA. Their best win is, I don't know, Colorado. Mm. So, and I know Arizona isn't, you know, you know Arizona's best win is Oregon State. But uh, who UCLA lost to, 36-24. to 24. Um, But also, you I know, it's. I did predict that game. Right. Ooh, okay. Uh, but it, it's, so their defense statistically is awesome i'm not gonna deny that it's a very aggressive defense very pro style oriented defense very admirable probably the best defense that arizona's faced all year um but However, at the same time it's kind of like do we really know it's kind of like remember how like washington state was undefeated and everyone's all up on their d 
and they beat Oregon State 38-35, to and everyone's like, oh, my God, Washington State's going out with a bang. Then they lost to UCLA. Then Arizona killed them. Then ASU, ASU beat them. ASU beat them. And it's like all of a sudden they play decent teams with decent defenses, and we don't really know what team we're facing. Um, UCLA, it, it's a very difficult defense to predict. It is very individually talented for sure. And that's what we're going to get to now, Shelby. Okay, next question. The Bruins have a bunch of individual talent. Who are a few players that you like the most? And by like, it's mostly tolerate because I know how you feel about UCLA. Yeah, you know what I mean. But they're good good kids. Uh, Yeah, I don't like them individually. I don't care who they are as people. This is a football game. Uh, <laughs> I just care about numbers. They have one of the best defensive linemen in the country, Liatu Latu. Uh, ranks fifth in the nation in sacks, ninth in the nation in tackles for loss. Uh, has two games this season where he's had three sacks. Colorado was one of them. Uh, you know, it, Coastal Carolina forced a fumble. He has ten and a half sacks last season. Um, he's he's a beast. He has at least half a sack in six of eight games this season, and half a sack in eight of thirteen games last season. He is as good as a pass rusher as uh, as you're going to see at this level. I mean, it is. I am legitimately like, I, and I've asked Fish this in the past. I was like, look, you know, and this is before Washington State. I said, do you get excited about individual matchups? And he said, yeah. I mean, if you're a fan of of football, you you get excited, um, you know, by the overall game by football itself. But yeah, I mean, you tend to maybe pay attention to a couple other matchups when you're discussing it. And, uh, and all that. One of those matchups is, is Jordan Morgan uh, versus Latu. Latu, you know, defensive linemen and PFF don't have very high tackle grades, so I don't really pay attention to them. But uh, his pass rush grade is a 93. Whoa. Um, that's as good as it gets. Like, he's, he's a 94.2 on, uh, on defense. Um, you know, as a comparison, uh, Arizona's highest-rated defensive player is uh is Martel Irby at an 84. So the highest rated starter is Sicario Davis at a 73, Shelby. Mm-hmm. Uh, UCLA has multiple players rated higher. Now, there are some... P- PFF isn't the end-all be-all. I actually think the, the player grades are super weird. Like, Arizona is still considered bad on defense, according to PFF, which is just stupid. But it does put into perspective, um, you know, on PFF, they have the number one pass rush. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Hey, I'm Brett Podolsky, co-founder of The Farmer's Dog. We make fresh food for dogs. We started the company when we saw what a huge difference it made in my own dog, Jada, when she stopped eating ultra-processed kibble and started eating fresh, whole food. The Farmer's Dog food isn't fancy. It's just real food delivered to your door in pre-portioned packs. It's better for them and easier for you. Get 50% off your first box at thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. That's thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. And Arizona has a number one pass block. So this is kind of one of those something has to give type of games. Um, Then they have the Murphy twins, Gabriel and Grayson. 
uh, also really good. Um, Gabriel this season has six sacks, 24 tackles, pass deflection. Um, then you take a look at his brother Grayson, three and a half sacks. Um, Gabriel's better, but I mean, they're, they're both legitimately good. Uh, and then you have Carl Jones also. They really get to the quarterback. I mean, UCLA this season, um, they, they absolutely, they have 31 sacks on the year. Uh, they will absolutely um, pressure you and get to your quarterback. And a lot of it is Latu and, and the Murphy. So those are the guys that stand out. Um, you know, they take a look. Their safeties have been solid. Kamari Ramsey has been solid. Their linebackers are solid. Uh, they're a good team. I mean, that's just really what it comes down to. I mean, you take a look at their defense and Jay Toya, you know, clogs up the middle. Um, I mentioned Latu you know, Darius Misau, uh, you know, Kay Madrano. Those guys are, are good. And you take a look at, um, <clears throat> sorry, I'm joking. Uh, you take a look for instance, at the linebacker position and, and Darius Misau leads the Bruins with 43 tackles. Uh, he has six and a half tackles for loss. He has four sacks. He has a pick this season. Um, he is one of those guys where, if you know, similar to to Arizona, if what you're doing is right, if UCLA is doing what they want to do defensively, um, he's going to be the guy that that kind of it, it pays off with. Um, it, it's they're good. I mean, and again, I say with the caveat that yeah, they haven't played that many great teams, but at the same time, I mean, if you keep putting up numbers and you keep putting up numbers and you keep putting up numbers, eventually you get the credit you deserve, and and I'm giving them the credit they deserve. I'm just really curious to see the number one, literally the number one pass rush according to PFF, going as literally the number one pass blocking unit according to PFF. According to the PFF, we'll see. Um, is there a weakness on this? Magnifico defense. I'm actually not a big fan of their corners. Now, uh, to be fair, um, their safeties back up a, a lot of it. They do a nice job there. Um, you know, at Madrano, as much as I, I think that uh, he's a solid player, you know, when, when they drop him into coverage, which isn't a ton, but when they drop him into coverage, uh, he doesn't do very well. Um, it's going to be interesting to see how... Arizona attacks UCLA. UCLA has the speed on defense um, to kind of take away, you know, like Oregon State, I said get them in space and UCLA, or sorry, Oregon State won't be able to tackle, right? Like it just, it, it won't happen. Uh, they're not going to be able to tackle. You get them in space, whatever. Um, you know, it, it's, the Bruins are 18th in success rate allowed. They're 20th in rushing success. The, the pass rush is second nationally in pressure rate, eighth sack rate. Uh, there, there's very few um, weaknesses. They're good against the run, especially up the middle. Cornerback is that weakness. Um, it started off not very good, but Humphrey and Davies have been pretty good. Uh, Kirkwood, when he's in, um, is good because they've kind of limited his role. Um, but the safeties cover them up. If if Arizona could somehow take advantage and get these corners in single matchups, you know, a guy like Humphrey or, or Johnson isn't going to be able to guard a guy like T Mac. That's that's their matchup. Um, and, you know, it, it, it's if they're going to exploit thing, it, it's going to be very interesting to see how Arizona attacks them. But when you look at the defense on paper, and again, the defense is very good on paper, I would say that pass coverage is probably. Um, the weakest overall. I'm not a big fan uh, of their cornerbacks. Okay. 
Um, Jason has to turn this back here for me. Uh, offensively, moving on to the other side of the ball, how has UCLA changed with Ethan Garbers now at quarterback? Yeah, well, I mean, Dante Moore got it, – it's very similar to an Arizona situation because Dante Moore got hurt, um, and then Garbers came in and was better. Now, Dante Moore uh, was terrible. I'm just going to say it. He, he was just flat-out bad. Um, I think – I don't know. Off the top of my head, he probably leads the nation and pick six is thrown. I mean, you take a look. You know, that game against Oregon State where they allowed 36 points? Well, yeah. I mean, he completed 42% of his passes and threw three picks and was sacked five times. Wow. So you're kind of handing Oregon State points. Uh, Washington State, he was better in terms of yardage, but he still threw two. I mean, he takes sacks like crazy. Utah, he was sacked seven times, uh, completed 42% of his passes. Uh, you know, Stanford, he, he in cleanup time, he was fine, but who cares? Like, he hasn't. The only good games he played, San Diego State, he was good. Um, Coastal Carolina, when he went in, he was good. And then uh, NC Central, he was good, but um, was bad. I mean, 112th in the nation in quarterback rating, which is just insane. Garbers is a guy, so Garbers comes in, and uh, he, he's solid. I mean, not spectacular. I, I think the biggest thing with him is he's, he's mobile. Uh, last two games, for instance, he ran for 37 yards against Colorado, ran for 51 against Stanford four touchdowns to one pick. Um, but this is the same guy where against Coastal in the season opener, Shelby, he was benched. I mean, he had 120 yards. He, he's had two picks in that game. He was awful. I remember that game. He, he was not good at all. Um, is he like a super quarterback? No, I, I think he does a better job of not necessarily turning it over. And I say that even though he has three picks on the season, but I think he his turnovers are more are, are more easily excusable than what Dante Moore was giving you. I mean, there were some passes where Dante Moore was just basically handing it off to the defense. Mm -hmm. The offense overall hasn't changed. Uh, their approach is still the same. Chip Kelly is kind of has some weird play calls, but you, you kind of get what you get. And, and this is taking us to our next question. I, I said the Bruins are strange on offense, and we'll, I'll just jump right into that. Um, the reason they're strange on offense is because they put up yards like their running backs really like it, it, it's a very weird situation because when you take a look at their schedule for instance shelby they you know 27 35 seven points against utah 25 against washington state 24 against oregon state 28 uh, against colorado when when they maybe should have had more but you take a look at their offensive numbers they're averaging five yards a carry they have 18 rushing touchdowns. Like, they are a very good running team. Carson Steele uh, is a very legitimately good running back. He had three first-half uh, first touchdowns against Stanford. Fourth time in his career, he's had three touchdowns in a game. Uh, two 100-yard games a season, 110 against Oregon State, 141 against Washington State. Um, you know, they've, they've got guys. It's just, it's a weird... Uh, situation where, where they're putting up the yardage, but in the red zone, they just can't get it done. They are a flat-out bad red zone team. And so, again, like, it, it's a strange offense because if they weren't a bad red zone team, they'd probably be awesome. Um, their quarterback play has not been good, clearly, but they've, they, I mean, look, they, they've run the ball 344 times 
and they've passed the ball 250 times. They are a running team. Arizona will be balanced. UCLA will not. UCLA is going to try to run the ball um, against Arizona. So it's strange because it, it feels like UCLA should be better overall offensively, at least in terms of the points that they produce. Hmm. Okay. Well, um, knowing all of that, what does Arizona need to do to win this game? God bless America. Okay. What do you see out of the wideouts? Shelby just wants to get this done. She wants to go put up the Christmas tree. I don't want to put up the Christmas tree. She's definitely putting up the Christmas tree. We went to Target. She bought stuff. And then she's like, I may put up the Christmas tree. And she does. I'm sure your wives do this. Let me know. And then she says something and pretends like she's joking. But you know she's not joking. She's being completely serious. Oh, maybe I'll put up the tree tonight. Oh, I'm just kidding. This tree's going to be up in an hour. Anyway. No comment. <laughs> um, Logan Loya is by far uh, their best wide receiver. Um, he, he's very solid. I mean, he's, he's not like a crazy, you know, Arizona has better receivers. But he has 424 yards. He averages 12 yards a catch. Three touchdowns. Um, J. Michael Sturbiant is an interesting one to me. Uh, mostly because I thought he'd be better, and I think UCLA fans thought he'd be better. He has 407 yards and three touchdowns, but 136 of those came in the opening game. And then he follows it up. I mean, Utah, he had 60 yards, Washington State 55, Oregon State 19. Last game against Colorado, didn't play a ton and had no yards. He's he's very talented. He's the type of player that could break out at any time. Um, it's just kind of weird. You know, it, it's it's... Like, even at Cal, like, he put up 755 yards, and that's probably what he's going to finish up with. And um, it's an interesting scenario. They, you know, they, Josiah Norwood is another guy, uh, you know, that backs up uh, Loya, but he, he's going to get some yardage too. Not a big guy. You know, Cam Brown um, is another wide receiver you got to look out for. He'll start. Um, but again, you look at him, and, and, and this is part of it is like, look, I, I like Cam Brown. I, I think he's talented, but. Um, he's only gone over 30 or, or 20 yards twice this season, and it was in the first two games of the season. He scored one touchdown this year. They're just not a big passing team. Um, you know, if, if UCLA goes out there and, you know, passes in for a ton of yards, that something probably went wrong. Uh, Maliki Matavo is a good tight end, 6'6", 263 against Colorado. He had a touchdown against Stanford. He had a touchdown. But he's one of these one-catch touchdown, you know, feast or famine type of guys. Um, so it, it's, you know, they spread the ball out, but at the same time, Logan Loya and, and Serbian are, are by far, uh, UCLA's top two wide receivers. Loya grades out well, and he's really the only wide receiver that, that grades out well, to be honest. Serbian is okay. Um, you know, and, and I know you didn't ask me this, but UCLA's offensive line, Duke Clemens is, is solid. Uh, he's clearly the, the best lineman they have, but after that, it's, it's actually not, all that great um you take a look spencer hostage is is average right now this season he has good and bad moments same with garrett DeGiorio. Um josh carlin has been solid um but you know you take a look at you know bruno fina he, he actually has struggled this season tremendously um they're not an outstanding offensive line they're kind of good enough but again like utah seven sacks garbers has been sacked three times each game the last two weeks uh that's not great and so It'll be uh, it'll be interesting to see how how Arizona attacks um, everything that that UCLA is doing offensively. Mm. Oh boo hoo! Let's uh, sack their quarterback. That sounds great. 
Thank right? you, Shelby. I'm just saying. That's why I paid I'm excited. Um, I'm already seeing it in my head. Some of the like some of those hits we had for Oregon State, but maybe harder. It'll be good. Can I? I'm gonna read this question properly now in the right order. Thanks, honey. What does Arizona need to do to win this game, in your opinion? I know I say this every week, but it has to be a clean game because in the in the main reason I say it this week is because this is gonna be another like UCLA wants to run like 80 plays. Emotional. It's going to be an emotional yeah, game. Yeah, but UCLA wants to run 80 plays and have the ball for, for 30 minutes. Like, yeah. that's 35 minutes. Like, that's their goal. Um, Arizona's goal might be similar. I don't know. Um, the thing is, I, I think that should UCLA get down in this game, and this is another key, UCLA is not built to come from behind. Their offense just isn't built. They don't want to throw it all over the place. They don't want to go into shotgun or whatever and have garbage throw 35 times in the game. That means something went wrong for UCLA. Similar to Oregon State, if Arizona contains, it's going to be hard to stop it, so let's just use the word contain. If Arizona contains UCLA's run game um, and plays a clean game, I think it's really hard for the Bruins to win. I, I, I really do. And, and you know, when you take a look at the, the Bruins' losses this season, it's, it's been about turnovers and controlling the game. And uh, the two losses they had, they weren't able to control the game like they were against other teams, and, and it was losses. And UCLA offensively isn't very good uh, to the point where they need to play clean as well. If UCLA doesn't play clean offensively, they'll likely lose as well. Okay. Well, here's the the big question because uh, we've been, you've been great. Your predictions this whole season annoyingly have been accurate. Um, what is your prediction? Uh, you know, this feels... It's, it's really weird. I was talking to someone about this, and I'm trying not to jinx it. So. Arizona has yet to play a stinker. They're probably the only team in the conference. Like, Washington played a stinker against Stanford. I guess you could say Arizona's stinker was against Stanford, too. UCLA was awful against Oregon State, and Utah, they lost. So I always worry about, like, at the end of the day, Noah Fafita is still basically a freshman. So how well, you know, can he keep really playing? Like, he's literally playing, like, one of the best quarterbacks in the nation since he started. Or is he eventually going to have that one stinker of a game? Um, this is similar to last week. If this game was at the Rose Bowl, I would kind of lean towards UCLA. But it's not. This is the game where if Arizona wins, they're bowl eligible. It's homecoming. People are going to be here. The excitement's going to be in their stadium, I would assume. I don't know for sure, but I would hope so. The Dimebacks are eliminated, so the Game 7 argument is done. Um I, I just like how Arizona's playing right now, and, I, and I'm not sold on Chip Kelly on the road. Uh, he does not have a good record against ranked teams on the road with UCLA. And I know Arizona's not ranked, but gosh darn it, they should they be. They should have been, and Pro they hopefully will be. Well, if they beat UCLA, they're ranked. I'm going Arizona 24, UCLA 14. Okay, kind of low. You think it's going to be low. Interesting. Um, I think that Arizona is going to capitalize on UCLA's defense, and I think the score will be 33-21. to 21. Oh. So I think that they're going to be able to contain UCLA's offense to the point where by the fourth quarter, which seems to be their, their golden hour the last few games, that's when we're going to see the separation occur. So, go. Boom. Now, prediction. Here's, here's another interesting stat, and it's actually similar uh, to Arizona because Arizona is a significantly better second half team. The Bruins have outscored opponents 106 to 48 in the second half and 61 to 14 in the fourth quarter. 
interesting. But again, schedule. I also think this that. is similar to Oregon State in that the the mistakes are going to be on UCLA. I think that the home uh, field advantage, not home field apparel, home field advantage with Arizona. Wildcats scoop twenty three. In front of Gronk, in front of Khalil Tate, in, in front, front of, of in front of Shelby. I'll be there. You'll be there. But particularly, there's there's going to be hopefully this uh, momentum of energy. And I do think that UCLA are mentally fragile. I, I think that if, if they can get shaken, they're not going to be able to come back, as you've already said. And I think that um, it's going to probably fall apart for them later in the game than earlier in the game. So There you go, folks. Boom. Exciting. Shelby's going to go put up Christmas lights now. Homecoming. I, you know, I don't think, I don't know if I'm doing that. Yeah, you you don't know if I'm doing I'm, that. I've been married to you for uh, a long time. 15 years. That's true. It's 15 years oh, this year. And, uh, yeah. So. Wow, I'm, you're so romantic. That was a good moment to say birthday. something. I know you. More Did you than, say happy birthday? Uh, happy Hanukkah. Happy birthday. <laughs> it's a little early. Big up to Brooklyn. All of it. Love you guys. Bear down. Bear down. Shelby, I'm sure that if UCLA loses, their fan base will take it in stride and with kindness, similar to Oregon State. Oh, I, I'm sure they're going to be scholars and gentlemen and be just so nice to you on twitter they're not gonna try to punch you in the face Nothing. Or... i bought beaver traps no one has bothered me since last week so maybe i'll buy bear traps on boom Sunday. bear spray
Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.